Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Scoop and Score podcast. Thank you all for listening and having us grow. Remember to share with friends and family, follow us on all uh, social media accounts, and uh, give us a five-star review. Uh, Today, well, first, I'm your host, Jacob Herbert, uh, ready to get into another week of NFL. And to join me, I got Jack Wilson in the studio. How's it going, Jack? It's going good. Glad to be here. Packers played a uh, Thursday night game. Did you just have a pretty relaxed... Sunday going into May. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, don't have to worry about your team. Don't have to worry about it. Got it out of the way in a good way. Yeah. Uh, got a good episode for you. We got the results from the Week 9 pickums. We got sports news, and we got um, recap from Week 9. So let's get into it. First of all, uh, congrats, Jack. You won the Week 9 pickums. Thank, uh, Thank you. Me and you both had 11 games correct, and then we had Twinka 8. But we did do a tiebreaker with the Pittsburgh game. Uh, you had them winning by 10. I had them by 17. And Twink had them by 21. You were the closest. By a lot. Yeah, clo- closer <laughs> than uh, any of us thought. So, yeah, you won the pickums. Good Thank job. You. I think I'm like 2 for 3 or some crazy number like that. Really? I'm not a very high percent right now. You know, uh, for like a championship weekend or uh, – Maybe we should just get like me, you, and Joe doing the pickums because I feel like that's who's been doing the best this year. Yeah. I mean, Twink hasn't done anything. He tries hard. He tries hard, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and by the way, his lock of the week, if you are wondering, lost. Uh, Tampa Bay did not win. Uh, they got shit stomped. Uh, we'll probably be talking to him more about that uh, during our pickums episode. But right now, we'll get into some sports news. Uh, college football, first off, Notre Dame beat Clemson in double overtime, 47-40. to 40. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence was out of that game, but um, I think that secures Notre Dame in the playoffs, right? Pretty close, yeah. I mean, as long as they finish the season, you know, that's still big. Now, obviously, everyone in the country knows Trevor Lawrence is out with the COVID stuff. Um, but, I mean, if they get another loss without him, or even with him, maybe, um, they're out, right? Even if oh, they yeah. might be the best team yeah. in the nation, which is upsetting, but that's that's the that's 2020, baby. That's 2020. What uh, what did they drop to? They what? only dropped to number two, didn't they? Uh, I think they dropped to number four. No, maybe three or four. What, they, what was number name at? They were number four they, or five. They were number four. They jumped up to number two. Alabama's number one, I think, and then Ohio State's number three. See, I think. Uh, in my opinion, Notre Dame should probably be number one. If you're already rated in the top five and then you knock off the number one team. Yeah. I just think that makes sense. But it is what uh, it is. Alabama beat uh, Georgia when Georgia was number four. So who knows? Uh, speaking of Georgia, number eight, Florida beat number five, Georgia, 44 to 28. Was not a close game at all. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, other news, Iowa has fourth player in two weeks to transfer. Um, not good for the Iowa program. And then also ex-Iowa players are demanding a $20 million settlement for the and, allegations against them. And did they, I thought they kind of were like, we're not going to fire him and we're not going to pay. Is what I've heard. Oh yeah, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to like do a payout. No, I think they're going to actually investigate and go into it and stuff. Which makes sense. I mean, that'd be, I mean, that's what you should do. You shouldn't just be like, oh, they're asking for it, so we better give it to them. No. At least, you know, innocent find until, out how real it is. Innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. 
Uh, Ohio State versus Maryland called off this week. Um, another Big Ten game. Uh, Maryland's fault. So, I mean, to be honest, let's just give Ohio State the win. Was, was Maryland really going to just give them that win? And then Penn State's running back, Brown, retiring with heart conditions. Sad. Yeah. He led the team last year in rushing yards and touchdowns, so uh, pretty big um, loss for them. Uh, going into some NBA news, December 22nd is the start of their new season. Um, for teams that uh, didn't go into the bubble, like 280 days off since they last played. Uh, and then for Miami and Lakers, 71 days. That's a huge difference. Huge difference. Okay, who do you think benefits the most? Do you think the, the huge rest benefits, or do you think being consistently in competition? And then, well, who do you think gets the biggest benefit? I think uh, the guy in the bubble, because I think they were still practicing. Like there was going to be like a non-play thing with like Bulls, Knicks, Warriors, stuff like that. So, I mean, they, they've they been practicing this entire time, plus rest and, like, LeBron not being able to... Yeah, true. He needs to rest. Yeah. But I think he's going to be uh, kind of under that management, load management thing to start the season. So, oh, yeah. That's I don't know. thing to do with him, yeah. Uh, also, some Lakers news. Uh, DeMar DeRozan could be a Laker. Really? Yeah, they're saying that uh, Spurs would take a package of Danny Green and Kyle Kuzma for DeMar DeRozan. What? Yeah. Spurs want to get younger, and Lakers... How old's DeMar? He's 28. He's got to be in his 30s now, right? Because he spent... What, what class was he in? Like, who who was another... Ah. Uh, shoot. How many years after Russ? Had to be only a couple. Are you going to look that up? Yeah, I'll check her. All right. Uh, But, yeah, DeMar DeRozan could be a Laker. Uh, November 18th is the NBA draft. LaMelo Ball is drawing a lot of interest. Um, I mean, we have no idea what the order is going to be. But uh, Detroit Pistons, I think they have the number one or number three pick. They're interested in LaMelo Ball. Who knows if there could be a trade-up in case uh, maybe the Timberwolves and Warriors are interested in them. Do you think the value of this year's first-round pick is less or more than it has been in the past? Because I definitely mm-hmm. think there's a difference with with less like knowledge about the players, like less scouting being available to do to them. So yeah, it could be less valuable, but it could be more valuable. It could be more valuable could, because then you it. know, like the one thing you know is like Ball has like the most experience by far, mm-hmm. and they've seen him play the most. So I would say like him being suggested as number one is more them saying like we know the most about him so we are the most confident in him instead yeah. of he might be the he might not be the most talented but they just know what his talent is and they know we yeah we could him. get a bust with Wiseman who played like two college games yeah. and but know. I mean they did that I don't know how many times when like college wasn't required and you could just draft straight out of high school I mean how many big ass busts did we see then yeah. it's just a weird it is it's weird. so similar but so different at the same time um, also, West, Russell uh, Westbrook wants out. He does not want to be part of the Houston Rockets organization anymore. Um, there's been different rumors. Obviously, Lakers is one of them. Just anyone that wants out, Lakers are always going to be talked about because that's just their fan group. And but, What um, do you think about a move to Chicago? I don't mind. back with Billy. Yeah, it's not bad. Was their relationship good? 
Um, well, you weren't a fan of Billy Donovan, I, so do you? I didn't want like that? Billy just as. I I don't, I'm not gonna lie. It was just his his face. I hated it. <laughs> That's all right. People have fun. Like they have hair too. What the fuck? What an athletic backcourt that would be though with uh, Westbrook, Zach Levine, Kobe White, Kobe White. I yeah. think he's gonna have a big year too. We'll see. I'm no. really curious to see. I think it'd be fun to but, see him go to the Knicks too. Yeah, uh, Charlotte Hornets expressed interest in him. So. Oh. You don't like that. I don't, I don't know. I'd have a hard you're, time cheering for the Hornets. Yeah, you're gonna be a Hornets fan by the. I mean, wherever he goes, I'm gonna be a fan of that team. So. Yeah, and then Drew Holiday also rumored, um, or Celtics are rumored to be uh, looking at Drew Holiday. Uh, could be a package deal with some picks, and yeah. Pelicans. Yeah. Russ to the Pelicans. Get him with Zion. That'd be no, fun as shit. No, Lonzo's got that. Yeah, well, he can be replaced. replaced. He's replaceable. <laughs> uh, then let's get to some NFL news. Uh, Falcons released Dak McKinley. Bengals pick him up. Uh, he's a first or a former first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so which is weird. I don't know how a trade never came before the deadline, which he was pretty much begging for. Mm-hmm. He even made the <laughs> he made the case of like I only have seventeen and a half career sacks. Trade me. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, you feel like a sixth, seventh round pick, because I mean, it's not like the Falcons have had any success on defense, yeah. any big players, maybe besides like Deion Jones and then Vic Beasley that one year. But other than that, kind of Niels. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, he's a good safety. He's always hurt though. Yeah, sad. Um, also, 49ers cleared of COVID violations. Uh, Kendrick Bourne basically knocked out all the weapons <laughs> before that Thursday night game and Packers activate Jordan Love. Could there be a QB controversy now? Um, definitely because you know, <laughs> you're like, Hey, we've got an, I like, in my opinion, obviously in my opinion, the MVP race winner right now. And they're like, you know what? We better just test him. Yeah. Let's piss him off some more. See if he can really like, yeah. Assert himself as number one. We'll see. Yeah, I think he's I mean, just definitely going to be the backup. That Boyle, I don't know, Tim Boyle, a backup. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm glad he's probably not going to come in. Yeah. But, yeah, who knows? Jordan Love could come in. They could uh, not be impressed by Aaron Rodgers' 24-2 to 2 ratio, touchdown to interception. So, who knows? <laughs> I bet you I bet you they'll – we'll get to see him play, you know, once we're blowing a team out by like 30. They'll be like, all right, Jordan. We'll have some fun. Yeah. Uh, also, not really sports news, but relates to it. Weekend to headline Super Bowl halftime show. Weekend? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Jack? You a fan? Yeah, I actually haven't heard any of his music in a long time, to be honest, though. I might have to get back into him. Hmm. We'll see. I don't know who. He needs a haircut, though. Did he get a haircut? I think he might have. But I wonder who they pair him up with because I don't like. There's a main one, then there's a side one, and then usually yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. So I don't what know. That, what was the one year they had Beyonce and Coldplay or some weird shit like that? Some. Yeah. It was some weird one. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, let's get to uh, week nine recap. If you don't have any other news you want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Thursday night football. Uh, Packers beat up on the 49ers 34 to 17 score was a little bit closer than the actual game. They got a touchdown with like four seconds left. Yeah, they earned it. <laughs> that's what, but, that's what they earned for having everybody that could defeat the Packers out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, I was happy about it. Had a uh, Jared McKinnon on my fantasy team. So. 
Uh, Packers improved to six and two. Rodgers goes for 305 yards, four touchdowns, only had six incompletions. Uh, Aaron Jones came back into the lineup, had four catches, 79 total yards. Uh, Devontae Adams continued to dominate with 10 catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown. And then MVS had two touchdowns. Jack, what do you think about the Packers' performance on Thursday night? Uh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous going into it just because, I mean, even though they had so many people out, I Kyle Shanahan's a really good coach, and I feel like he's the kind of guy that enjoys like being like the underdog and stuff. So I was like, fuck, is he going to come up with some way to beat us? No. I was nervous, but I'm happy with the way it went. The Packers are hot. Devontae and Rodgers, mm-hmm. holy shit. Yeah, and Aaron Jones coming back only That's helps huge, that. yeah. And then hopefully Lazard comes back this week. And the S stepped up. Yeah. God, I was <laughs> – he dropped a wide-open pass. And I was like, man, I bet you Will Fuller would have dropped that. Maybe it would have been worth it. Uh, but yeah, Packers look good. 49ers dropped to four and five. Nick Mullins goes for 291 yards, a touchdown, a pick. Jarek McKinnon had 68 total yards and a touchdown. Richie James had nine catches for 184 yards and a touchdown. Good for him. I mean, he was like the only healthy wide receiver. They were like, uh, Trent Taylor is going to be the number one wide receiver on the depth chart. And I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of people picked him up in fantasy. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think he got a catch. <laughs> I think he dropped, like, four balls. I mean, they weren't well thrown, obviously, and they were covered well, but that poor guy. Yeah. If only uh, Beathard would have been in. Right. Maybe that shit wouldn't have happened. Damn gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. Uh, let's go to Sunday slate. Falcons avoid comeback versus Broncos, 34-27. to They almost gave up another comeback against the Broncos. They, or, uh, Drew Locke got hot. I really thought he caught that. Was that... Uh, hold hmm. on, i got to check the, the stats real quick. Go for it. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Yep, second game. Who was the... Who was it that got the target on that last play? Was it there? No. Um, Tim Patrick. Yeah, was it Tim? Could have been Tim Patrick. Um, Regardless, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I now I can't remember who it was. Uh, KJ Hamler, maybe? Well, I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Falcons improved a 3-6 and six on the year. Matt Ryan goes for 284 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Gurley had seven, or 53 rushing yards, a touchdown. Uh, their tight end, Alamadi Zakusis. Sure. <laughs> Four catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Falcons get back. Or I'm sorry, that's not their tight end, but wide receiver anyway. Um, Falcons get another win. They improved to three and six. Um, do you think like maybe with these like recent wins that Matt Ryan and Julio Jones could stay on the Falcons throughout their contract, or do you think? They're basically just waiting until the end of the season, playing them, and then... I think it'll be the end of the season. I think they'll they'll do they'll do some trades right before, like a, like a week or two before the draft is my prediction. Because yeah. they probably do need to do a rebuild now. Get a new coach, get a new court. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how they'd get... That'd be a total redesign if they tried to trade up to get like Justin Fields or something, but... That'd be fun to see. It's possible. We'll see. 
Uh, Broncos fall to three and five. Drew Locke had two touchdowns, a pick, and 313 yards. He also had 47 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jerry Judy goes for seven catches, 125 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Broncos almost came back, but they dropped to three and five on the year. Any hope for the Broncos this season, or is it kind of just like a learning experience? Uh, Drew Locke gets his reps. They get guys like Jerry Judy and uh, KJ Hamler involved, and they wait for that defense to get healthy. Uh, I think. I mean, I still like them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think they're a really good team. And like again, the fact that they've had injuries constantly throughout the season hasn't helped them build any sort of connection or chemistry. So I mean, I'm still optimistic but it's definitely way harder now if yeah. they expand the playoffs i wouldn't be surprised if they made a run yeah it'd be fun, it'd be fun. i'd like it yeah. drew lock in the first first playoff thing yeah be singing on the sideline yeah god damn it <laughs> he was doing that shit again <laughs> well earlier in the game yeah he was pretty fucking focused at the end mm-hmm. which i think he should probably just try to do the whole game works for him yeah uh, Bills make statement versus Seattle, 44 to 34. Uh, Bills improved to seven and two behind Josh Allen, going uh, 415 passing yards, three touchdowns. Also had a rushing touchdown. Zach Moss got involved with the touchdown, and Stephon Diggs had nine catches for 118 yards. Bills looked good. Josh Allen was hot. Yeah, he was slinging the ball. Yeah, I wonder if his big thing. You know how they said uh, with Tom Brady before. He always struggled in Miami for some reason. They said, well, it was always pretty warm. Mm-hmm. I feel like Josh Allen might be a weather kind of quarterback, too, because that was a 70-degree day with no win. Yeah. Perfect throw in weather. Yeah. And the whatever, what was, what, who did they play the week before? Uh, the Bills? Yeah. They played, shoot, did they play the Titans? No, that was like two weeks ago. No, I can't remember. Either way, uh, it was like a ridiculously windy day Mm -hmm. and he was doing shit. I mean, obviously anybody would struggle a little bit, but he was struggling a lot more. So I wonder if he really does have a big weather factor with him. Was it Patriots? It might've been the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, He wasn't playing that great. Um, but yeah, uh, bills looked good. Uh, tore up the Seattle secondary, Seattle secondaries. Yeah. How many, they didn't, they ran it like 10 times in that game. No, some ridiculously low number. Was, yeah. Also, was Singletary limited? Uh, I don't. I just don't think he ever got going. Yeah. And Zach Moss, I think, Bolcher was the power touchdown. guy, and they were like, "Well, yeah." But uh, Seattle drops to six and two. Uh, Russell Wilson goes for three ninety. Had two touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown. He also had two picks. Um, Very uncharacteristic. Yeah, I mean, he has to do everything in that offense. So turnovers are going to come with that. Kind of like Jameis Winston down in Tampa Bay. Not saying they're the same players, but uh, when that's the only kind of offense you can get, you're going to have turnovers. But uh, DJ Dallas goes for 31 rushing yards, gets a touchdown. DK Metcalf had seven catches, um, 108 yards in the touchdown. I mean, the offense wasn't the problem. They scored 34 on a capable Bills defense, but that defense is just... Yeah, and it was interesting to see Buffalo's defense really disrupt... Russell Wilson like that. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get a clear lane to throw in or anything. I wonder, I don't know what they did exactly. I, obviously not a coach or anything, but I'd be curious to see if any of the other teams kind of try to mimic what the Bills did on that D-line to screw with them. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Both teams, uh, 
at the top of their conferences, though. So, I mean, this was a real statement one for the Bills. Yeah, after struggling for a couple weeks, they really needed a, a strong win. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Ravens beat Colts 24-10. Uh, Philip Rivers goes for 227 yards. He had a pick. Jonathan Taylor got a touchdown. And uh, Michael Pittman goes for four catches for 56 yards. Um, Colts offense didn't look good, Jack. Oh, poor Rivers, man. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. Whenever, like, they face a good defense like the Ravens, um, maybe it's going to be the Bills. Um, I don't think Colts have enough firepower on that offense to win games. And they definitely can't come from behind. They have to be leading the entire game for them to win. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, that is, aside from Rivers, Mm -hmm. that's a really young team. Yeah. So, definitely a lot of learning to do, but... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they figured something out with the quarterback situation. Bummer that it didn't work out the way it did, but I'm hey. surprised if Rivers comes back out after that tackle attempt. <laughs> oh, my God. That was terrible. I was like, oh, man. He trips, and then he just, just flailed like, his oh. arms. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they'll have a uh, chance to prove themselves uh, next week when they play the Titans. Could be for a uh, division tiebreaker, so that's going to be interesting. Thursday night. Should be, be good. Should be good. Good defensive battle, I think. Uh, Ravens improved to six and two. Uh, Lamar Jackson goes for 170 yards. He also had 58 rushing yards and a touchdown. Um, Edwards, Gus Edwards had a touchdown. Uh, no receiver over 50 yards, including uh, Mark Andrews, who only had 22 yards. Passing, struggling. Um, even their rushing totals aren't outstanding. Outstanding. Their defense is, as weird as it is, a total flip-flop from last year. I feel like their defense is their powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Last year, it was their offense could do anything they wanted. I wonder if, not so much that the criticism's getting to him, but it is affecting how he wants to play to prove people wrong that he can be a thrower. Mm-hmm. As for like last year, like if he could run it, he was going to run it mm-hmm. because he knew he could and he was better than... A yeah. lot of those people that I feel like if he could just get back to that mode where you start threatening the run, that you're going to run it more, people are going to come up and it's going to leave. Damn. I think that a lot of it, is, though, is receiver experience, too. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be yeah. top-tier receivers on an NFL team. Yeah. Lamar Jackson uh, came out and said that teams are like have figured him out. They're calling, like, the defense is calling what he called in the huddle at the line of scrimmage. Um. Yeah, something needs to change. Sounds like there might be a rat in the organization. Maybe. But, um, yeah, we'll see how the Ravens look uh, next week. I can't remember who they – oh, they play the Patriots. So. That'll be – ooh. Hooray for me. Who, who do you think has more rushing yards? Cam Newton or Lamar Jackson? Yeah. I'm going to go with Lamar. Who has more touchdowns, rushing touchdowns? Lamar. I would say Cam. If they get in, inside the five – can't score a rushing touchdown. Yeah, that's true. Uh, next up, we got the Chiefs escape Panthers, thirty-three to thirty-one. Um, Chiefs improved to eight and one. Mahomes had three hundred seventy-two yards, four touchdowns. Uh, top rusher for the Chiefs was uh, Clyde Edwards-Lair with fourteen yards. He also had a receiving touchdown though. Uh, Kelsey goes for ten catches, one hundred fifty-nine yards, and Tyreek Hill had two touchdowns. Um, we obviously know that Mahomes is uh, a great passer. 
and um, he can do a lot with the ball. But is the lack of rushers, rushing yards, going to hurt them uh, further on into the season? I don't think so because I think they've had games where it was almost strictly a rushing battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and Edward Hilaire, again, I feel like he's a volume volume guide where you get in the reps, he learns how to maneuver the defense, I think, a little bit more. So I think that's more – I think this week they knew. They were like, hey, we're going to be able to pass all over these guys, so we're just going to pass it. We don't have to worry about the run. Yeah. Um, on the opposite of uh, the ball, Panthers drop to 3-6. and six. Bridgewater goes for 3-10, two touchdowns. He also had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Chris McCaffrey was back. It's nice to see he had uh, 10 catches, 151 total yards, two touchdowns. But unfortunately, he aired his shoulder again. Um, and from the news this week, doesn't look like he's going to play in week 10. I think they ruled him out already. Yeah, so back to Mike Davis. Yeah. Feel bad for Christian, though. Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think that – I know it's a new year, but last year the amount of touches and, like, pressure – not pressure, but – how much he had to carry over. Yeah. He got uh, slammed last year with a workload. So I wonder if it kind of carrying over and past, it just has basically his past, more. past two years. So, yeah, I mean, it might not be just the worst idea to shut him down for the season. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, especially with kind of in a weird, not rebuild, but kind of in that mediocre, like we've got a rebuild done pretty much. We just need to fill in the spots now. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think they'd uh, be as um, good as they are now. Yeah, that, hit, that game was a good game, too. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, understand why he's tried, Rule has tried to win two games now on, what was, that one was like 67 yards, 65 mm-hmm. yards. Yeah. I mean, we know he's got, the, he he had the leg for it. I think that would have been good if it would have been between the uprights, but still. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> when, do you, when do you just say, hey, you know, the percent chance of him making this is probably not as good as a fucking Hail Mary at this point. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, also, Curtis Samuel got nine catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. They're really getting him involved. Yeah, he looks good. He's a uh, nice little gadget player mm-hmm. for them, which I feel like is great for uh, Matt Rule. They're probably going to keep getting him the ball. Yeah. We've seen a lot of teams do that with, like, running, well, wide receivers kind of shifting them around, moving them. Like those athletic guys that they just want to get in open space. Like yeah, they put Debo at, Samuel. Yeah, they put him at running back every now and then. Mm-hmm. Even Chenault, mm-hmm. who is a rookie, but they're still like, this guy's athletic. We should get him in open space. So I love what they're doing. I like Rule. Yeah. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, my dad hates him um, because he also has a punchable face. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and he just looks like he's pouting the entire time. But eh. kind of looks like a teddy bear. Yeah. Kind of. That's a stretch, but... Uh, next up, we got the Vikings beating the Lions, 34-20. to Vikings improved to 3-5. and uh, They've really come back from their uh, beginning slump uh, with wins against the Lions and the Packers. Uh, Cousins goes for 220 yards, three touchdowns. Dalvin Cook uh, continues to dominate with 206 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Irv Smith Jr. gets two touchdowns. Uh, Jack, I mean, as a Packers fan, that's got to feel good that... I mean, you guys aren't the only one. Dalvin Cook's just hot right now. Oh, my God. Dalvin. Well, yeah, you know what they figured out? Mm-hmm. They figured out that, like, hey, you guys remember when we had Adrian Peterson? He was, like, the best back in the league, and all we had to do was turn around and hand it off to him. Mm-hmm. 
I think they kind of figured out. They're like, hey, why don't we just do that with this guy? He's also really good. Yeah. And, and then, then and then they were like, let's stop throwing at that Thielen guy. What was his uh, <laughs> yards? Five I, targets, two receptions, 38 yards last week. And then against the Packers, four targets, three receptions, 27 yards. I don't know. I don't know. I hate to say I told you so, but they figured it out. What do you like, mean? That. <laughs> we'll see uh, what they look like when they're actually trailing. No, but Yeah, and they got a pass, and they're like, hey, we've got this stud rookie, Justin Jefferson. You ever heard of him? Oh we should throw God. it to this guy. Why do you hate him so much? I don't hate him. I'm just saying I, I don't like the hype around him. Hmm. Well, no, no one's ever saying, like, Adam Thielen's the best receiver in the league. No, they're saying that he sh- is good enough to be a number one. Hmm. I don't think he is. And right now, I'm right. <laughs> uh, on the opposite side, Stafford and the Lions dropped to 3-5. and five. Uh, Matthew Stafford didn't practice all week. We thought he was going to be out. He ended up playing. Uh, he goes for 211 yards, touchdown, two picks. Uh, DeAndre Swift had 97 total yards. Um, Hawkinson got a touchdown. Marvin Jones got a touchdown. But uh, they fall. I don't know what else to say about the Lions. I don't know how good they are. I don't I know. think they're a lot better than what their record's saying mm-hmm. and how their gameplay is kind of showing. Because, you know, I'm going to compare it to the Saints. When they don't have Michael Thomas, they're clearly not as good. Yeah. When the Lions don't have Kenny Galladay, they're not as good. Kenny Galladay is a top-tier receiver, and they're missing him dearly. Yeah. Hopefully he gets back this week. I really yeah. like him. Even though he's in the division, I love that guy. Yeah. I'm, stud. I'm excited to see. Uh, I mean, DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson have both been stepping up, too, this season. Yeah, I'm really – I think that it would be really neat to see Patricia go and them get, like, a true offensive-minded coach in there. Mm-hmm. Because I think they could have a lot of fun with Galladay. They need to get a new slot guy, I think. But Galladay, What's wrong with Danny Amendola? You just said it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, then they can get creative because DeAndre Swift is like one of those guys where you just want to get him the ball as mm-hmm. much as you can because he's a freak. Yeah. And then TJ Hawkinson. Um, I would all, how old is uh, Marvin Jones Jr.? He's pretty old. Yeah. I want to say he's like 32. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if they got a number two wide receiver to go with Kenny Galladay. Then that yeah. offense could be explosive. I think they should keep Matthew Stafford. I mean, if you're the Lions, keep Matthew Stafford. If you're a fan oh, he's only thirty. If you're a fan of the league, you want to see Matthew Stafford go anywhere else. So that he could actually like have a chance to win. And here's what I'm gonna call right now. You heard it here first, folks. Bold prediction. I don't know where Marvin Jones Jr. is on a contract, but mm-hmm. I would be willing to bet Will Fuller's up for a contract. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't get the money that he wants at the Texans, Lions. That'd be a fun mixture. Galladay, Fuller. I could see Marvin Jones uh, Jr. going to the Packers, actually. I'd be okay with that, actually. Yeah. An He's experienced receiver. Nice good red deep zone route. Threat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll do one more game before we hit our break. Uh, Giants squeak past Washington, 23-20. Washington, or, I'm sorry, Giants looked like they had it in the bag. Washington kind of came back once uh, Kyle Allen went out. Alex Smith came in. Uh, It was an exciting game, but Washington drops to 2-6. Alex Smith Smith had uh, 325 yards, touchdown, three picks. A lot of those came um, late in the game when he was just trying to throw it down the field and stuff. trying trying to get it going. But a 300-yard game for Alex Smith, 
Give him comeback player of the year. Oh, he won it already. He should. Oh my god! But do you okay? Do you hold your breath every single time that he gets close to being sacked? Oh yeah. That's, oh my god. That's terrifying. It makes it makes that game and watching them so much more enjoyable though, <laughs> just on the fact that like you want him to do so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Antonio Gibson gets a touchdown. McLaurin gets seven catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Washington's offense looks all right. Um, feel like they're just a playmaker away from actually being a playoff team with that defense. Yeah. Or a consistent quarterback. Yeah, that, and then again, like experience, you know, like they do have a good defense, but they're really young too. Mm-hmm. And like you said on the playmaker, they need to get another receiver. Yeah, because I mean McLaurin's going to be a number one. Yeah, I expected I expected Trey Quinn to do a lot more than he did this year, but yeah, but I was wrong. <laughs> I, I will admit that. Uh, but do you like uh, Antonio Gibson? I do. I bet he, I feel like he's very similar with like the athletic respect to uh, Swift. Mm, yeah, very similar. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing well. The only um, problem is that that JD McKissick guy keeps stealing third down work from him. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, JD McKissick, he just is he a pass catcher? Yeah. I see. I think I feel like Gibson has good. Oh, he's. I mean, I think that's what he was brought to do, and then he got the early down work. Didn't he play receiver some some in college? Probably. I don't know. I I think it's. I think it's just weird the way that that played out, that yeah. backfield. I mean, at least yeah, no they're not coming into it. You're like, what the hell? At least they're not giving the ball to Peyton Barber anymore. So let's <laughs> yeah. just be happy about that. Yeah. Uh, and then Giants uh, improved to 2-7. and seven. Daniel Jones goes for 2-12. Touchdown. Gallman had 68 rushing yards and a touchdown. Austin Mack had four catches for 72 yards. Um, Giants get their second win. Um I mean, I guess we don't have to have the discussion anymore about uh, will they pick Daniel Jones or Trevor Lawrence, probably. But hey, who knows? I mean, the Jets kind of locked that up. I still lock it down. God, I... Oh, what about Jaguars though? They're only a one-one team. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to them because I have some questions about the Jags too. Okay. Um, I I like Daniel Jones though, and I do think that it's helping a lot. Like getting further into the season you're seeing how much like better they're doing with they Jason Garrett kind of coordinating everything. And also I think Evan Ingram's stepped up a lot the last couple of games. Thank goodness. No shit. I mean I was so nervous for him to be gone and then at the same time I was like, fuck it, we'll take him. Yeah. I mean it's about time that Evan Ingram um either they're not game planning to get him more involved, which I mean he Which I feel like you need to. Well yeah, he's like one of the most athletic tight ends in the game mm-hmm. but then also um, davis style sometimes i feel like he doesn't uh produce because of himself too yeah, like he sure. had drops um i can't remember was it giants versus eagles where he had a missed catch right yeah, in the see, fingertips? i watched that and they were shit talking that like it was a bad drop and i'm like i mean that was a, a stretch to be mm-hmm. a catch yeah then I was like, I wouldn't say that that's all on him Mm-mm. by any means. I mean, should he have caught it? Maybe was it a super hard catch with a super hard angle the way he was running? Yeah. Fuck yeah. He was looking straight up in the air. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you have anything else to add to that game? No. All right. Well, hey, we'll take a quick break. Uh, get back to you with the rest of the Week 9 recap. Stay tuned. All right. Coming back to you with more Week 9 recaps. 
Uh, first game up, we got Texans barely defeat Jaguars, 27-25. Uh, Jaguars had a chance to tie this one up, go for two-point conversion. Um, Jake Lutton missed. No, Houston wins the game. Worked out for me because I had them in my uh, survivor pool for DraftKings. But Did you like the move to go for two? Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God somebody's doing it. Yeah. Like, fuck these overtime rules. They're such poor shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the overtime rules. Make it, make them either college or until someone scores. Because someone's going to score. Yeah. Don't give me a tie. Yeah, it's an NFL team. Give me a break. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Jaguars fall to 1-7. and seven. Uh, Their sixth-round pick rookie uh, with Gardner Minshew out. Uh, Jake Lutton threw for a 304 yards touchdown pick. He didn't look bad. He looked uh, pretty good. Yeah, second play from scrimmage. He had uh, DJ Chark for like a 77-yard it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Played him that week. Big time. <laughs> uh, James Robinson goes for 99 yards and a touchdown. Another impressive rookie. And Chark goes for seven catches, 146 yards and a touchdown. Offense was all right. I mean, they got a banged up defense. And i um, not sure how how much they're playing to win. Yeah. I know we just talked about this off air about drafting. But uh, I would probably say that the Jags are one of the better drafting teams from looking at it right now. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the problem is that their organization is so dysfunctional that none of them sign extensions. Yeah. Or they, they want need to them. figure some. Well, yeah, and, and I don't know if they're if they're just getting players with the wrong attitudes too. I mean, that could be something. But I mean, they got James Robinson, who was undrafted, mm-hmm. and he's doing ridiculously well. Yeah, Kaison and uh, C.J. Henderson look like good picks so yeah. far. Um, and you're just looking at the past, and they got they've had like uh, Nagakwe, uh, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Fournette. I mean, all those kind of guys, and they just don't. And they're still like even that quarterback. I mean, this Lutton, I had never heard of him before, mm-hmm. and he still looked good. Minshew, same case. Was he a seventh round, sixth round too? Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that he's great, but he's better than a seventh round in my opinion. Oh yeah. So, I don't know. It's just cool. It's cool to see them do that, but I just hope that they can figure something out. Yeah, he, he's what teams look for in, like, the third, fourth round where he can step in and win win them games if a quarterback goes down. or Yeah. But um, next up – or, I'm sorry. For uh, the Texans, they improved to 2-6. and six. Watson goes for 281 yards, two touchdowns. Duke Johnson got a touchdown with uh, David Johnson going out with a concussion. Uh, Will Fuller goes for five catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown, and Brandon Cooks got a touchdown. So, I mean, their offense looked good. Um, Will Fuller looked really good. He's playing really well. I'm pretty sure every game that he's played in, or at least like five to six straight, he's got gotten a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, he's he's earning a paycheck right now. Yeah. And I hope that they respect it. If they don't, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with, with their payments and movements of players but yeah i wonder i just wonder how much of a market will fuller will get that's true because i'd say i'd say he would get so much more if he was consistently healthy mm-hmm. but that is a huge factor i mean that's like dk would have been drafted so much higher had he not had this huge injury risk on top of him mm-hmm. but sometimes you just got to take the chance on him i think that's football, baby. That's football. Uh, next up, we got the Raiders surviving the Chargers, 31-26. to Chargers had a chance to win it uh, last second. I'm pretty sure uh, Justin Herbert missed. I can't remember who was. No, he hit it. They they threw a game winner to their backup tight end. Mm. I 
he should have caught that. That was a really good defensive play. He did catch it, mm-hmm. and then just as he was going down, defender got it ripped out just just enough that it bopped off the ground. And yeah, I missed. God, that. I was losing my mind. I really thought that he caught it, yeah. and then they showed the replay. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. God, I was hyped for Justin Herbert. I was like. He finally got a game winner, baby. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, they dropped a two and six. Uh, Herbert goes for 326 yards, two touchdown. Cam Balage didn't even know he was on the Chargers. I had I had no I don't understand what his movements have been. I don't understand Adam Gase again. Were, was going to trade a fucking sixth or seventh round pick to get him, and then they had to release him, mm-hmm. and then they pick him up, and then didn't do it. Like hey. You're out. <laughs> You're out of here. Uh, he had 69 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen had nine catches, 103 yards and a touchdown. <sighs> Chargers just, I, I don't know. Do they need to, um, is this just like a young team and they're going to um, get better? Um, the more Herbert, I mean, it's not even Herbert's thing. Yeah, he's having ridiculous stat lines. So I don't even know what it is. Uh, obviously, they they're not healthy. They they're two best uh, defensive playmakers. Um, Bosa and Derwin James were out this game. James out for the year. Bosa just had a concussion, I believe. Um, I but mean, his backup came in and did pretty well too. They drop they drop uh, Desmond King. That doesn't help the defense. Um, I don't think Casey Hayward and Chris Harris are playing that well. Just interesting things. I mean. I expected their defense. I mean, okay, who is uh, Patrick Queen mm-hmm. with the linebacker? He's been playing really well as far as I know. Yeah, he is. So I'm like, I just don't know what's missing. I don't know if it's a coaching thing. Are they playing uh, Kenneth Murray, Chargers? I don't know. I haven't really watched them on defense all that much. They don't make too many plays, so. Which, which I did not expect at all. I'm looking for, I don't even know if Chargers have played like a primetime game yet, so I'm excited to see that happen. But um yeah, Raiders improved at five and three. They're in the playoff hunt. Uh Carr goes for 165 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs had sixty five rushing yards and a touchdown. Um Waller and Aguilar both had two touchdowns or sorry, both had a touchdown. So um yeah, Raiders in the playoff hunt. What do you think about the Raiders, Jack? I actually, I'm pretty sure on our team previews, I called them going to the playoffs. I thought they'd be really good this year. And they added a lot of pieces on good. defense. And they're moving people around on the offense, right? Uh, I was listening to that game, and they talked about Nelson Aguilar. When he was at Philadelphia, they had him in slot. And not the Raiders, they moved him to the outside, and he's been doing outstanding. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that that's a nod to Gruden for being – a good coach and recognizing stuff. I don't know if he was one of the to move, obviously, but yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. They added, uh, they use their cap space to improve that defense, um, create playmakers. And then they're drafting guys that, uh, I'm guessing Gruden wants in his offense that he kind of has that mindset for speed. They got Waller, Henry Ruggs, uh, Terrell Williams before he got hurt, Josh Jacobs. I mean, and then Nelson Angler. So yeah, he's building the team the way he wants it, and it's kind of showing mm-hmm. that it's working, but, I still don't trust the Raiders. Yeah, they're very, not, they're not gonna, very scary. Not going to bet on them or anything, but hey, if they're winning games. Could be exciting. Uh, Titans beat Bears 24-17. Uh, Titans improved at 6-2. and two. Tannehill had 158 passing yards, two touchdowns. Henry only had 68 rushing yards. 
Um, and then A.J. Brown goes for uh, nine catches for 101 yards and a touch. Is that nine or four? I can't read my own handwriting. What's the question? Uh, did he have four catches or nine catches? Who? Who uh, A.J. Brown. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyway, he had I'm a, guessing it's probably nine with that many yards. Yeah. But he had 101 yards and a touchdown. Um, we were talking about this uh, during the break. Uh, you were talking about DK Metcalf. Did you talk about it on or off? I can't remember. DK Metcalf being the best wide receiver in the next two years. Oh, I think that was off. Yeah, I, yeah. Would, I would say that he's. Yeah. I would say that uh, AJ Brown is going to be uh, close to him, especially if he can get volume and um, maybe Tennessee. Um, well, I don't see them getting away from the run. I, was I mean, say, if, I would I would say that I would agree with you, except for the. Volume. The, yeah, the opportunity mm-hmm. to become the best is very limited in that offensive style. Because A.J. Brown, dude, he's just, amazing. his run after catches, his uh, breaking tackle ability, it's just insane. I mean, we talk about D.K. Metcalf's size. A.J. Brown is no slouch either. Dude's and huge. they were on the same team yeah. in college. That picture together, terrifying. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Bears fall to five and four. Nick Foles goes for 335 yards, two touchdowns. Allen Robinson had seven catches for 81 yards, and uh, Jimmy Graham got a touchdown. But anyway, Bears going downhill. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you see any recovery for? I mean, these uh, they're at least playing uh, tougher teams. Close. I mean, uh, they went into overtime with the Saints. Uh, they played the Titans closely. I mean, it, it never yeah, felt. I think they had a last-minute touchdown, but it never felt like the Bears were in it or that they were gonna win. But I mean, they stuck around. Yeah, I don't know. They need to get. I I don't know how how long is Trubisky out. They need to put Trubisky back in. I don't know. I mean, what well, the sell. best option for a bad decision? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I don't see them recovering. I, I think that this is this what is should who, have been happening all year. This is who they are. I do think that, I mean, obviously just holding Derrick Henry to 68 yards, mm-hmm. props to that D-line. Yeah, well, I don't think we ever said that the Bears and defense was the problem. Roquan Smith is playing very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like him. He's exciting. Uh, anyway, we got the Steelers avoid upset against the Cowboys, 24-10. to uh, They almost... Oof. <laughs> yeah. Gilbert era is among us, apparently. Yeah. Who the fuck? <laughs> but uh, Cowboys dropped two and seven. They had uh, Garrett Gilbert. Um, uh, he started for them. Um, he goes for 243, two, or a touchdown, interception. Uh, Tony Pollard actually led the team in rushing yards with 57. Um, I don't know why. Zeke's just not, not eating. Yeah. But um, Not like him. Not like him. Uh, C.D. Lamb goes for 71 receiving yards and a touchdown. He looked uh, good. But Cowboys had a chance to steal this one. Uh, they kind of imploded, didn't score in the fourth quarter. And, yeah. Just an interesting game overall. I couldn't believe. I mean, I figured it would be a lot closer than people expected. I did not think that it was going to actually be that close. A winnable game for the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Um, then the Steelers improved to 8-0, last undefeated team. Big Ben goes for 306 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, he got hurt right before the half ended. Uh, Mason Rudolph had to finish off the half. 
Uh, he was pointing to the outside of his knee, probably towards ACL, but, uh, you know, Big Ben, he plays through injuries. I love Big Ben. That dude's like, this is my last year. I'm going to go out and say fuck it. So nothing's taking me out of this game, really. <laughs> Am I even that mobile? Come on, no, just throw me I'll out. just stand there. Uh, Juju goes for six catches, 93 yards, had a touchdown. Claypool also had eight catches for 69 yards. Um, after this kind of game, Jack, uh, what do you think about the Steelers? Their ceiling um, and also what they could – I mean, maybe this is the start of a struggle. Maybe uh, – Cowboys expose something, or do you think they just uh, kind of played down to their opponent? Didn't expect anything from the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a little bit of everything. I think, I think the biggest thing though was probably um, them being undefeated, knowing that the Cowboys aren't as serious of a team, mm-hmm. and it all kind of came down to them not being as focused and prepared for that game as they should have been. But I think that they got the wake-up call like, oh, hey, we're really good, but that doesn't mean that we can't be beat. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they continue the streak for a few more games. But Yeah, I feel you. I feel like um, uh, who does Steelers – oh, they play the Bengals. That one could also be a um, one that they could get a wake-up call from. Cause yeah. I, wouldn't, I mean – Joe Burrow's going to air it on him. A lot of air time. He's also going to get hit a shit. <laughs> if there's any game that I'm most nervous for him to get hurt on, it would be this one. Yeah. And you know who I think will do it if somebody does do it? Bud, Bud Dupree. Dupree. Dude's a beast. Yeah. And he's got a huge hit. He, he's going to get paid uh, this offseason, that's for yeah. sure. And he earned it. He's earned it. Uh, next up, we got Dolphins powering through the Cardinals, 34-31. This one was a shootout. Um, but Dolphins uh, get the win in this one. Zane Gonzalez uh, short kicked uh, like a 51-yarder. Yeah. You can't do that. What the hell? Can't do that. No pro kicker should be. I don't know how that happened either. He's know. made longer. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's a good kicker. Just, yeah. I don't know. I'm but, really, am I happy that he missed, though? A little bit. Yeah. I love to see the Dolphins doing well. Yeah. Uh, they improved to 5-3. and three. They're a playoff Contender. I definitely think they make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Especially with that division. Yeah. Uh, two goes for 248 yards, uh, two touchdowns. He also had 35 rushing yards. Uh, Devontae Parker got six catches, 64 yards, and Preston Williams got a touchdown before uh, getting hurt. I don't actually remember um, what the injury is, but that's a big loss. It looked like him and two had a lot of good chemistry, but. Um, We'll see on that. Uh, two and now two and oh, Jack. Um, after uh, this game, do you think the Dolphins made the right decision? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I again, you know, I think that Brian, Brian Flores is a tremendous coach, and obviously he knows what he's doing. So mm-hmm. whatever he does, I'm going to probably say, yeah, it's probably the best decision. Yeah. The one thing that I will note in this game, though, that was probably one of the hardest hitting games that I've seen this year, honestly, on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Devontae Parker got lit up. Yeah. And uh, as for Tua, he showed some cool mobility. He got away from a couple hits late in the game that got him a first down. I don't know if it ended up getting them a score runs that he had that were outstanding. Like, he made it out of nothing. Yeah. It's cool to see. 
and then Cardinals dropped two, five, and three. Uh, Kyler Murray goes for 283 yards. He had touchdowns. He also had 106 rushing yards and a touchdown. Chase Edmonds had 88 total yards, eight catches for 123 yards and a touchdown. Um, I mean, Cardinals offense looked good. Kyler Murray looked like uh, he's kind of back to where he started the season at. But um, five and three. They're still in play contention, and I, I, I don't think this law should um, say anything about their season because no. I do think Miami is a good team. I think and they're I think, a lot better than what anybody's ever thought. Mm-hmm, and I do think the Cardinals are a good team. I mean, these two teams are ones that could make the playoffs and actually upset. And do some serious division. damage in a run. Yeah. So, yeah. These are two teams that, uh, even before the season, I was pretty interested in. Yeah, just because you – you love to see, if you're really into football, you love to see a team that's rebuilding and doing it well yeah. and making moves to improve the team the way they want it to be. Mm-hmm. So big yeah. respect to both Flores and Kingsbury. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night football. Uh, Saints shit on Bucks, 38-3. <laughs> uh, this one was boring. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean it, it was immediate. Saints... We're going to dominate it. They got pressure on Brady. Uh, Bucks offense couldn't do anything, um, and Saints offense couldn't miss. I, I was still interested. It was a blowout, but I was still interested in the game the entire time because it's like surely, surely they'll get it going. Surely the Bucks will make a move, make some plays. They didn't. Uh, was this? Do you think that this was probably Tom Brady's worst game? I uh, ever. Um, I'm guessing by, like... All right, last 10 years. Yeah, probably. But also, um, like, the 35-point spread of it was probably his worst, if I had to guess. I don't oh, know. yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah, Saints improved to 6-2. and two. Uh, They retake that division lead. Um, Breeze goes for 222 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Taysom Hill had 123 total yards. Uh, Kamara got a touchdown. Michael Thomas came back, had five catches for 51 yards. What a uh, total impact, but I think just the threat the of him presence, yeah. made uh, the offense look better. Um, and then the Bucks go to 6-3. and three. Brady had 209 yards, three interceptions. Uh, Mike Evans had four catches, 64 yards. Uh, Antonio Brown made his Bucks appearance, and he had three catches for 31 yards. Uh, Jack, kind of give me your... In- like your insight on both Michael Thomas coming back and then on Antonio Brown's um, return return and uh, what he can do for the Bucks. Uh, Michael Thomas, I I mean, just him alone on the field is going to draw a lot of attention. And even though he only had five receptions, I mean, it was just the fact that you had to make sure that you had him covered mm-hmm. if he was on the field. That is huge, and I think that's why – they struggled so much without him. And because the, then you had an open reign, like you could man your guys up and then send the house if you wanted to. Yeah, and especially with, um, I think their receiving core is a lot better than it was last year with the additions of like Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Traquan Smith is stepping up. Yeah, he's had a good year. Uh, Callaway uh, plays well. It's Callaway. I don't know. He's had like a couple big games while Michael Thomas was out. He had like a, but yeah, they use a lot of different guys. And then, um, I can't remember that returner's name. Oh, Davis. Number, number 11. Yeah. Really quick shit to guy. He's electric, and I think they're starting to get him more involved in the offense too. So, yeah. But uh, what's your thoughts on Antonio Brown? 
I, um, from seeing, I only got to see bits and pieces of the game, but from what I saw, I know there was one of the interceptions was on a miscue between Tom Brady and Antonio Brown. He stopped the route. He stopped the route. Just, I mean, I don't. It would have been. It was a bad throw regardless because mm-hmm. there was, I think, three dudes there. Yeah. But, you know, it's. Uh, I think it was one of those games where, yeah, he's. I think Antonio Brown's still probably one of the best shooters in the league if he is active mm-hmm. and in a play book that he knows. I think it was just too early yeah. for him to be in the game the way he was. But we'll see. I think he just needs – I mean, I know that he spent a lot of time with Tom Brady, but you got to be able to be on the field and actually getting reps, and that's huge. I mean, I know that he still – well, that one Patriots game that he was with last year mm-hmm. was um, – he had like eight catches or something on ten targets or something. So he had a really good target to reception ratio, and I don't know. I'm sure they'll figure it out, and I do think that he will help the team later in the season. But I just think right now it's probably not the best time. Yeah, I think people just forget that this is Antonio Brown and Tom Brady's second game together. So um, next up, we got the Patriots get uh, last second field goal versus the Jets. Um, 30-27, Jesus fucking Christ, Patriots. Um, they got the win, Jack, but are they dead? I mean, I think that, I think from the start of the season with how many people, um, opted out, opted out with the COVID, definitely was kind of already like, you know, this is going to be a a really, really difficult season regardless. So we're just going to do what we can, try to figure out what we can do next year, figure out who we want to keep, who we want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. How we want to like what positions we need to fill. At the same time, you know, it's just I don't know how did the uh, how did the opt out affect contract length? Did it count as a year on contract? I believe it does. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see because I feel like there was two people that were on contract years with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Can't remember who they are. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I definitely. Okay, so draft, draft wise, or off season, what, what side of the ball do you think we need to put their most investment on? Offense. Offense. Yeah, we need playmakers. Um, the offense or the offensive line isn't the greatest. Um, we saw that last year, and we've seen it again a little bit this year. Um, quarterback. You guys don't have Shaq Mason, right? Yeah, we got. Yeah. yeah. And he's. He's good. We got Joe Thune. He's good. But, um, and then I don't think Cam Newton's the answer. You don't? I don't. But you're saying that they need more playmakers? For whoever is going to be at quarterback. But you don't think that if Cam Newton gets better playmakers, who knows? That he could be the guy? I'm just saying that. He's uh, finally getting a uh, connection with Jacoby Myers, and they, yeah, they he, look good. Those two look good, and yeah. Kill Harry's still out. Mm-hmm. Get him back and then have an open. Myers because you have your number one quote unquote back. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that Cam would be fine there. Again, it's still his first year with no training camp before the season. I don't. I think that people are way too quick on gunning down people. That's true. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm. You're upset impa- because they're, <laughs> they're not doing yeah. patriot things. You, you could be right. This the could greatest be... to see being a patriot hater. Yeah, I love this season. 
I could just be biased on that one. But uh, Patriots improved to 3-5. and five. Uh, Noon goes for 274 passing yards. He had uh, two rushing touchdowns. Damian Harris got 71 rushing yards. Um, and Jacoby Myers had 12 catches for 169 yards. Damian Harris or Sonny Michelle? Uh, Damian Harris. I don't think Sonny Michelle no. is all the way back. Who, I'm saying, who do you think? Oh, who do you think should I, be the starter? Damian Harris. Yeah. Dude, he's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's I more like, versatile than I think they're even showcasing right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they'd probably get more involved, but like guys like Rex Burkhead and James White still make plays. They use and Rex gotta, Burkhead quite oh a bit. Oh my god, yeah, and they were talking about that during the game. They were saying, you know, they keep trying to bring guys in mm-hmm. to take his role, and then he just keeps outperforming. Good for that guy. Yeah. Uh, and then the Jets, they fall to 0-9. Uh, Flacco goes for 262 yards, three touchdowns and interceptions, so he played the best he could. Uh, Gore goes for 46 rushing yards, and uh, Brashad Perryman uh, might have been his first game this year. Uh, he goes for five catches, 101 yards, two touchdowns. What? I think it was the second, but second? still, yeah. yeah. He's I mean, obviously their number one guy, and they needed him all year. Yeah, I I was excited about him um, to start the year because uh, how he did with the Buccaneers. Uh, I think he was a former first-round pick <laughs> with the uh, Ravens, and I, th- I think uh, he's just emerging as... And they had, they, um, I don't know if it was his rookie year or when, I'm guessing it's probably his rookie year, when Flacco was still on the Ravens. Mm. And that's, they already had that connection from there. That, that was huge. And then they also had mentioned, did the Jets play the Dolphins recently? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think my, I, I can't tell you for sure. They made a mention about uh, the Jets playing a uh, previous Patriots coach mm. and they had the same defensive scheme. So they kind of understood how to attack it more. Mm. And I think that was why it was a lot closer of a game. Okay. No, well, that's a, just, I don't know if that's, if that actually affects it at all or it's, a thought. it's just an interesting point. Yeah. Uh, you have anything else to add to uh week nine recap? I'm not. All right. Well, if we got nothing else to do, uh, We'll end the show here. Um, remember, share with friends and family. Uh, we want to grow. We want to get better. So uh, leave us a comment with that five-star review. And uh, we'll talk to you uh, during the week 10 pickums. Uh, Jack, you got anything else? No. We need we need the quote. We need Twink's quote. Mm, no. We'll get it next episode. We'll get it next episode. All right. This is Jack and Jacob signing off. Thank you.